The leader of South Korea's opposition party is stabbed by an attacker during a press event. And a plane with nearly 400 people on board catches fire while landing in Japan. The morning rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is the Morning Rundown. Today is Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. The leader of South Korea's opposition Democratic Party continues to recover this morning after being wounded in a stabbing as news cameras were recording. We're about to show video of the chaotic scene, so this warning, viewer discretion is advised. Lee Jae-myung was stabbed in the neck during a visit to the country's southern city of Busan. Lee was touring the site of a proposed airport when video shows the assailant wearing a paper crown with Lee's name on it approach him. Police say the suspect asked Lee for an autograph and then stabbed him in the neck with a 7-inch knife. Video shows the 66-year-old attacker being taken down and restrained by several people in the crowd. He was then taken into custody. Photographs from the scene show Lee on the ground with people pressing a handkerchief against his neck. He was taken to a hospital for emergency treatment. Health officials believe he will survive the injuries. Lee narrowly lost the 2022 presidential election to Yoon Suk-yeol. The president condemned the attack in a statement from his office, saying this type of violence must never be tolerated under any circumstances. Lee is currently on trial for bribery allegations. He has denied any wrongdoing. The suspect's motives remain under investigation. At least 48 people have been killed after a 7.6 magnitude earthquake struck Japan on New Year's Day. Rescue teams continue to attempt to reach isolated areas where buildings were toppled and fires are burning in hopes of finding more survivors. The Japanese government says there are around 120 cases of people awaiting rescue. The earthquake led to tsunami waves slamming Japan's western coast, sending people searching for higher ground. Power was knocked out for tens of thousands, rail services are damaged, and an airport closed due to cracks in its runway. Roughly 200 aftershocks have been detected, and officials warn more tremors could strike in the coming days, following the country's deadliest earthquake since 2016. Also in Japan, new intense video this morning shows a plane with nearly 400 people on board catching fire as it skids down the runway. After local media reports, it crashed into another aircraft while landing. Video shows the Japan Airlines plane engulfed in flames at the airport in Tokyo around 6 p.m. Tuesday local time, with firefighters working to extinguish the blaze. The Japanese Coast Guard confirming the passenger jet collided with one of its planes. The airline saying all 379 passengers and 12 crew members were safely evacuated. Illegal crossings at the southern border saw record high numbers last month, according to sources with the Customs and Border Patrol. Fox News reporting sources say more than 302,000 migrants were documented attempting to cross the border in December, making it the highest total ever recorded for a single month, as well as the first time the total has ever surpassed the 300,000 mark. 
The historic numbers come as Texas continues to send migrants to cities run by Democratic mayors, an initiative by the state's governor meant to bring more attention and action to the border. Over the holiday weekend, New Jersey officials say 13 charter buses carrying nearly 450 migrants from Texas on their way to New York City were detoured to New Jersey in an apparent attempt to bypass an executive order passed last week by New York City Mayor Eric Adams, limiting when charter buses can arrive and requiring a 32-hour advance notice. Officials say once in New Jersey, chaperones on the buses assisted the migrants in transferring to trains or other buses headed to New York. Two people are dead and several others injured after a crash outside of a concert venue in Rochester, New York, in the early morning of New Year's Day. According to law enforcement, the crash is being investigated as possible terrorism. The collision happened just before 1 a.m. Monday. Police say a Ford Expedition barreled into an Uber that was leaving a parking lot at the Kodak Center, bursting into flames and killing two passengers and injuring the Uber driver. The fiery crash spilled into a nearby crosswalk, striking pedestrians and two other vehicles. According to police, three people using the crosswalk were hit, one left with life-threatening injuries. Law enforcement says the driver of the Ford SUV, a Syracuse man, was transported to the hospital also with life-threatening injuries. After firefighters were able to put out the fire, they found at least a dozen gas cans in the SUV. An investigation is being led by the Joint Terrorism Task Force. For those in the copyright business, January 1st is more than just New Year's Day. It's known as Public Domain Day, when copyrights expire on certain sets of work, entering the U.S. public domain. And this year, that affects one of the most iconic cartoon characters in American history, Mickey Mouse. Our business correspondent, Simone Del Rosario, explains. It is the day that Disney has dreaded for decades and spent considerable capital trying to avoid. Their iconic mascot, Mickey Mouse, has officially entered public domain. <laughs> Surprise! Not that Mickey Mouse, this one. Steamboat Willie, the original Mickey Mouse, is going into the public domain in 2024. Jennifer Jenkins is a Duke Law professor who writes an annual column the first of every year, a date that is known as Public Domain Day. Copyright by design lasts for a limited time. Um, while the copyright is active, it gives the authors, the rights holders, exclusive rights to make copies and to adapt the works. And that's a very good thing because it provides economic incentives that spur creativity. But after the term expires, when those works go into the public domain, that's a great thing too, because that means those works can inspire um, future creators. And what will future creators dream up for Steamboat Willie? The clock starts now, after Disney lobbied Congress hard to put off this day as long as it could. As the mouse behind the house readies for reimagining, it's important to note the only free-for-all is that 1928 Steamboat Willie version. The pupil-less mouse with a long tail and a nose that looks more like a rat's. You can find Simone's full report on Public Domain Day now at san.com. These are your top stories for this Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe to the Morning Rundown newsletter to get the top stories in your inbox each weekday morning. Just go to san.com rundown to sign up. Unbiased, straight facts, that's straight arrow news. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.